Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Ozioma and you're welcome to Stories by Ozioma. Here I share about my life, Jesus, everything in between. And today, in the studio, which is actually like my room, I have my housemate, Tonya. Tonya, do you want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> Tonya is my Cameroonian housemate and we live together and school together here in Kigali. If you're on my WhatsApp, like you probably know, um, Tonya is a handful, but I'm going to try and I feel like this is going to be challenging. She's opening her mouth as if no, I'm lying. Um, this podcast is a very important thing, so we're going to really try to be serious. It's hard to get to to be Tonya to be serious, even getting her to sit here. <laughs> okay, so today I'm going to share or we're going to share about my first time observing Lent. Um, so Lent is an extended period of fasting that people observe just preceding um, the time of Easter. And I mean, like I grew up in a Christian family, so obviously something that I always strived to attain year after year. But because like Lent usually happens right in the middle of school year, when I was in high school and also like in uni, it was um kind of hard for me to ever complete it. And again, most times in between, I want to ask myself, does God really require me to fast? That kind of thing. Like, is it suffering? Is it what's it? So that's pretty much what we're going to be sharing. Tonya, do you want to share your experience about Lent? Did you used to observe it growing up? I know you grew up mm-hmm. in a Christian household. Yes, I grew up in a Christian household. And well, the Lent period, we always know, we are always aware about this is Lent, Easter is coming and all of that. And I went to Catholic school, so there's a lot of Lent. We, we know when there is Lent, but um, the fasting or all of the different Lent activities, it wasn't so common. And we weren't doing a lot of it or intensely into it. So, I mean, it's Lent period. We are more prayerful. We are more other things, but nothing extra i guess yeah anyways so i guess this might this first time also like like Tony said I, I don't think i'm i'm not my family's anglican so we used to have all those like we didn't we just used to go for like church and lenten services but we didn't to observe all the whole ritual of don't eat me don't eat this don't eat that but this year it was kind of different for me because i felt um convinced to pretty much engage in in this process and we're going to share um beginning from like Tonya, what do you think? Do you think God requires fasting? Like, I mean, why should we fast? This is 2021, right? Can't mm. we pray and God should, can answer us? Like, why should we fast? Do you think God requires fasting of us as Christians? As Christians, I don't think God, I don't want to say, I don't think God really requires us to fast. As in, God does not want to deprive of deprive us of our food or of our social media, all of those things. But he, he doesn't require as in he doesn't say you fast now, you fast then, you mm-hmm. fast. But he wants us to be close to him, simple. And so if Jesus fasted, it was not because he did not like food. It was not right. because he just he, it was not because it was a law, even though yes, there was a, there were the whole laws of fasting and all of that, but it was not about the law. It was about the value he got from the fasting. So God may not tell us, he may not have this goal down law mm-hmm. that fast. But there is value in fasting. So if there is that value, then it's good to get it. Yeah, I see. I think the first time I heard this um, phrase, um, fasting is not for God. Or, no, no, no. Fasting doesn't move God. I think I must have been, what, 16-ish? I think I was in um, uni. And we were going through, I think it was even Lenten period or some fasting we were doing in church. And then I got to church and like this particular, you know, it wasn't fasting. It was a special fast. It wasn't Lent. It was a special fasting period, right? Imagine we were supposed to fast like the whole day into the next day and then break the next morning after um, the church service. So we had been fasting the previous day and we get to church this morning and fast all begins. 
Amen. Amen. And he's like, do you know that your fasting doesn't move God? I'm like, <laughs> this man, you are joking. After all this. <laughs> After all this, what are you even saying? And then he goes on to explain that God will do what God will do, right? So fasting is not, oh, well, let me suffer. Mm? <laughs> let me suffer and then bend God's hand. By the time I now bend God, I'm going to put, uh-uh, Uzuma is about to die, Uzuma is about to die. Okay, let me answer. No, because like God will do what God will do. So I think that fasting is more for us than it is actually for God. Mm. So does God require fasting? Yeah, I know that there's that scripture that says um um this kind this kind of fasting um, I um even I think this, Isaiah fifty five God tells us of the kind of fasting that, yeah. Yeah, the sorry. kind of fasting that he, he would wants. he would require of us. And it's yeah. not even about food. When what he mentions the yeah. interesting is about mm-hmm. feeding um giving your food to the poor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um clothing the naked. So it's yeah. not like God is telling us don't eat your food, don't yeah. dress up but he wants you to get that value mm-hmm. out of this. He wants your heart and not your food. Yeah. Like, even before um, I, this Lenten period, like, throughout, yeah, throughout last year, actually, different points last year, in the lockdown and at different points, I felt God leading me to fast. Again, like, God is not, God doesn't expect my relationship to, with him to be like, uh, is he in the Bible? Okay, so I do it. Oh, he's not in the Bible. Okay, yeah, so I can't. Like, <laughs> God expects us to, it's like a relationship, but like, mm. your father, the way, like, I talk to you, the way I talk to my people in my life, that's exactly how God wants our relationship. So he says, oh, Uzuma fast, or I think you should take some time off. And I realized that a lot of time, I used to be really struggle with, like, remember the 40 days start prayers and fast? We started last year with the church. <laughs> I was like, uh, school was in session when they almost died. Because, like, uh, my brain was working, like, over time, and, like, I'm hungry. And then the Holy Spirit led, or I felt the Holy Spirit leading me to say, look, you don't have to necessarily for me oh that was my interpretation necessarily like go all day without food before i can see you can deprive yourself of other things that would also cause you do you know how you can even be fasting off of food and still still and still <laughs> still and still you're not still focused on god <laughs> anyway so um we'll just move on to say okay yeah so god does um inspire people I'll, I'll say god inspires people to fast at different points in their life mm-hmm. is it an instruction from god like if you don't fast you won't enter heaven certainly not yeah, but I think that fasting is very helpful in our relationship with, um, um, you know, in our relationship with God. Okay. So, um, I know that Tonya fasts a lot. Like, she's actually my inspiration in this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm the foodie in this house. I will randomly, shall we make pop-off this morning? This morning, shall we make pancake? Even after this cooking that we did yesterday being Easter? Um, yeah, so I just want you to share, Tonya, like, what lessons have you learned um, from fasting? Might be extended, might be just like, short periods of fasting you just can go first and then i go again and then we go like that like that okay so one lesson i've learned from fasting is about the the it's the value you get for the one value i get from fasting i think is sensitivity like being more sensitive to the voice of god be more sensitive to god like like hearing him clearly because fasting you're depriving you're depriving yourself of something Mm -hmm. so that you're going to hear god better basically that's it and so if you can't hear god better then I don't think, like, what you've done was just, most of the time, you, you're just starving. Yeah, yeah like, you're just star- on hunger strike. So I've, I've learned that from fasting, if you are really, I mean, you're going to think of the food, man, I'm hungry right now, or I really have this urge to touch my phone if it's, like, a social media fast or something. But during that period, while you have those urges, turning that attention to God, like, God, yeah. what are you saying? Um, okay, I'm having this urge. It's not about God. You see, I'm sacrificing this for you. Please have talk to me. me. Have <laughs> mercy on me and talk to me right now. But 
God, I am thinking of this. Yes, the thoughts are coming, but God, I really want to think about you. I really want, instead of touching my phone now, I am studying your word because I want to know you more. Remember, God knows your heart. Yeah. He's seen your heart. So I feel one thing I've learned from fasting or I'm getting from fasting is sensitivity to God. Like being able to recognize that this is God's voice. This is God urging me to do this and then doing it. Mm-hmm. That's one important yeah. lesson i've got yeah another lesson actually it's the same thing with tonias about sensitivity and like okay i've done like extended periods of fasting even before now sometimes a month sometimes a couple of weeks and this particular time i realized that what happens when you fast for like something like length or like an extended period of time is you kind of get used to it in between right so 40 days of fasting in between you're like the first couple of days you're paying attention you're praying you're staying away from your phone you're doing everything that you ought to do it gets to a point in the middle, especially at this church, 60 days fast. <laughs> it gets to a point in the middle. Oh, more, you're just saying, well, I'm not eating till like it's 3 p.m. or till so, like it's 6 p.m. That's and enough. then that's okay. That's enough suffering for now. And then you now fill up that void, right? So, okay, this is how it works. Fasting does create a void in you, which you're supposed to fill with God. That's the whole purpose, right? It creates a void and then you fill the void with God. But what happens is fasting creates a void. And then it gets to a point where, well, I'm just like, man, whatever. And then, you know. <laughs> At that point, I now begin to fill that, that void with other things. Maybe I'm like watching movie. Let me just quickly watch movie till like 6 o'clock. Oh, see, let's not even fight. Let me just sleep in peace till like 6 p.m. <laughs> and what happens is this lesson that Tony just spoke of, never gets, I never get to experience that sensitivity because I'm still filling it up with other things, right? Mm. So this period also taught me, I'm not going to lie to you guys and say I was 100 every day of the... Ah. That is a lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But like... On the days that I remember, I'm like, okay, you, you, you're not just doing this for, for, you, for yourself. You're doing it because God wants you to learn something. And one thing that really helped me was to kind of draw. Okay, I also did this last year. Was to kind of draw up, what are your expectations? So you want yeah. to wait on God for 40 days. What are your expectations? What are the things mm-hmm. you would like to have been done? It could even be you praying for stuff. Like, in as much as I said, God, um, fasting doesn't change stuff. I know that when you pray and fast, I have seen results in my life. Things happen, like things that you've been praying about, or if you're seeking clarity, many things, even miracles happen. Reminds me of the story of Daniel, right? Daniel was fasting for what? Um, 21 days. And then the Bible says what? that His prayers had gone up from like the first day, but there was some contention in heaven. So, but as he kept praying, you know, things happened. So definitely prayer and fasting does happen. Same thing when the Bible says, Jesus said that this kind go out, not out, go out, out, ex- not out <laughs> this type goeth not out except by prayer yeah, and fasting. fasting so yeah but if you don't pay attention like through that period you know yeah so that's what i'm trying to say my second lesson is also around, the second lesson is also around sensitivity i feel like this podcast is all over the place but that like, makes sense when people are listening sensitivity in terms of like i want to hear from god as i starve myself right my spirit is gaining ascendancy over my flesh and you know i'm learning stuff and this will also lead me to my next point and then tony you go Fasting helps you to control or gain control over your flesh. Very simple. Like, hmm, in the lockdown, that I think I shared in one of my podcasts before, in the lockdown last year, I think I was just eating. Not because I really like food, even though I kind of really like food. <laughs> but it was because, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. But God was calling me to a period of fasting off of food. And there was another time, again, God called me to a period of fasting off of social media. It's the same thing about what I shared in my podcast the last time about idolatry. Many times, God wants you to gain control over your flesh. It shouldn't be that you cannot stay a day without coke. Or, like, when I mean coke, I mean drink, please. And then you, you are trying to, like, fast once you see coke is over. Or you can't do without eating chocolate. That's, that's 
an idol or you can't do without spending time on social media. That's an idol. And many times when we fast off of those things, it helps us gain control. Oh, I can do a day without Twitter and I will not die. It kind of helps us to gain control over our flesh and ensures that God is still like our number one. Do you understand? So if there's like idols in my life and I starve myself of those idols, what happens is I'm gaining control over my flesh and my spirit is gaining ascendancy. And at the end of the day, at every given time, my spirit is the one that is, you know, calling the shots in my life and not just like my flesh, food or social media and anything. Yep. So Tonya, do you want to take the last point? Okay, my last point. Oh, just before my last point. Yeah. Please, I'll not stay. Um, it's, okay. This last, um, about what Ozzy just said, it reminded me, in my last phase, I was thinking at some point, I mean, close to the end, I was like, ha, I am weak. There mm. is no way, like, mm. this thing is hard on me. And, I mean, those thoughts come, like, will I even, until I was planning after the fast, will I be able to walk and go to this place? Will I be able to do this? And I was already have deriving strategies. And then I got this scripture, when in, I think, Matthew 4, or what, the the fasting of jesus temptation of jesus mm-hmm. it just struck me that jesus fasted for 40 days 40 nights this was human oh yeah Not like, like <laughs> jesus was human as well like jesus was i feel human. like we forget that point a lot jesus ah, was jesus all was man all and man. also all god right uh, not that i was fasting for 40 days mm-hmm. and nights without food but just thinking of that and later on jesus could go about doing things i just realized i had to remind myself like deliberately remind myself that my strength is from god like my strength, if God yeah. is the one who gave me this initial strength, it's not because I've gone a few days without food that I will not um have the strength. And so yeah. even in I mean, even that that same day I got angry and went to go and <laughs> jump. <laughs> like I want to show that it it is God that's given my strength. It is yeah. not I mean, let's not be foolish about it, but just to be aware that God is the source of our strength. Yeah. Okay, my point was about it's never the same as in you we fight about people's fasting experiences. What I learned yeah. from this, my first is, it's not the same. God deals with yeah. each of us as a person, individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard of people during their fasting experiences, maybe the last day, the fifth day, the first day, they had this encounter, they saw God in a dream, or they sat down and they heard the audible voice of God, and all of that. And that builds up sometimes your expectations, that I want to hear God the way this person heard God. I, want, I am expecting that during this fast, God is going to do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. But it's never the same as right. in God speaks to us personally. He addresses what he wants to address in us, because that's what... And how he wants and to how he wants it. to address exactly. it like that's what he wants to work on in us so it's not like yes you're going to god with your problem but is that actually the problem you have maybe that's what you think is your issue is the issue right now mm-hmm. god knows what the issue is and this is my last like i, I just i've learned over the time that god he god wants to address us personally as in very very personally so don't expect someone's experience to be yours yeah man that's powerful like Anyways, I don't know. I, I think we could conclude this way. Like, it's clear, right? God does not, like... Of course, it's not a command in the Bible that we should fast every two weeks or every three weeks. But the evidence of fasting... Oh, no. The benefits of fasting is very evident in our lives, right? Like, I, I can't say it's... You, yourself, look at it in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it again. <laughs> when Jesus Christ was going to go on an important mission in his life, he fasted. You know, Daniel was going to ask about something important. He fasted. Results came after. After Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Yes, the devil tempted him. Which is pretty much what you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. When he's getting to the end, you're like, oh, my, wait, God, on a low, do you really, really, is this, is this necessary? <laughs> <laughs> do I need to go through this? You're like, I, God, speak to me. Can I, can I, can I? <laughs> you're like, God, should I really go through this? And then, Bible says, after that, an angel of God came and strengthened, strengthened and strengthened him. Look at Esther. Esther fasted, right? Hmm. Now, this is the same Esther, right? That before she fasted, 
when Modica came to me and she's like, oh, man, I don't really like problem, please. I'm sorry. I don't know if you read, but you cannot go to the king's presence except he calls you, right? That was her disposition. But she says, look, give me some time to go and pray. In that prayer, a lot of things happened to her. First of all, she gained boldness. Imagine, the same Esther came back and said, look, I'm going to meet the king. If I perish, I perish. Something happened. So definitely, like, fasting does transform you as a human. Like, it's, and what that transformation is essentially just your flesh losing grip of you this mm. life is just spirit versus flesh simple that's what's happening every day every second every choice you're trying to make is your spirit versus your flesh so if you're able to get to the point where you are able to starve your flesh and when i'm saying starve many times it's not food i fast a lot of many very unconventional fast although this one was food fast too <laughs> but very unconventional fast a lot of times you know fast off social media for one month and you might think i feel like in fact fasting off social media for me has more impact than fasting off food. I'm telling you. Like, I can't even lie to you. Personally, fasting off food social media for Twitter. you. Yes. Twi- what? Don't use Twitter. Why is the name of all that? <laughs> Guys, sorry about the breaking transition. Fasting off of social media for me helps me to focus more than fasting off of food. Maybe because I'm already used to, you know, I, I do intermittent fasting. Like, oh, I started it sometime last year. So, it's normal, you know, just fast off of 12 hours. But when is is I'm rambling. The point is, fasting is good for your soul. And don't box God and don't box yourself. If you feel God calling you, like that CLA time when we were praying mm. and fasting, if I knew that I could have fasted off of so I remember I saw a staff in school who also attends our church. And I, it was just after, <laughs> it was after one of those talks that we had in school. Mm-hmm. So I took my voucher and I was going, it was my aunt. And I was telling her, she's like, oh, okay, sorry, you're fasting. Are you okay? Like, by the way, my eyes were already turning. She's like, are you sure you don't want to go and eat? <laughs> And I'm like, oh no, like in my church, I was like, yo, what you do you attend? Oh, CLA. Oh yeah, she's also doing the fast, but like for her, it's like social media. So she's been off. She doesn't even know why she's been able to do it, but it has really helped her focus. And I'm like, yo, 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 am I sure I'm not going to change my mode of fast <laughs> in between? But anyways, what I'm trying to say is number one, fasting is good. Number two, don't box God, don't box yourself. You know yourself. Like what Tonya said, it's never the same with everybody. Your experience and uh, anybody else's experience doesn't have to be. It's you and God, really. You and God should just agree what should I do in this season and how should I focus myself? And then fasting helps you to be sensitive. Fasting helps you to gain control over your flesh. Guys, we're going to end here because this thing was supposed to be 12 minutes. But now it's 18 minutes. Tonya, do you have anything to say to your fans? And ah, to the, your fans are where we Thank you very much, people. <laughs> Happy fasting before, after. And yeah, 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 yeah. God bless you guys. God and bless yeah. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.